Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Two Compass Podcast. We covered a plethora of topics from old heads getting on the new generation to is the All-Star game really happening? Also, let me get you all in this new spot. It's called Top Shot NBA. We're also proudly partnered with Amateur Hour Sports Network, so follow that link in the IG bio. Alright, without further ado, know it all, spin that track one more time. Alright, we're back again. Another exciting week upon us. Plenty to talk about as per usual. Uh, my One of my co-hosts, Liam. How are you doing, Liam? Doing great. Um, yeah, Liam's locks are on fire this week. Looks like I'm winning in yes, fantasy. Uh, so can't complain. Another good week of uh, basketball content being churned out by Dos Compas. Of and, course, uh, of course. Yeah, good times to, uh, yeah, just good times. Good times, good times, yeah. And then um, our other co-host, um, new addition, as you guys all know. Uh, our rating's gone down a little bit, but we'll hopefully it levels out a little bit. <laughs> but uh, Andres, how you doing? Good, good. We're just shifting our target market. We're shifting it to more intelligible uh, <laughs> fantasy owners. As opposed fair, to the bottom fair. of the barrel. <laughs> fair, fair. But it's funny you say that because Dev's been listening more, so that's kind of like opposite from what you're, say- from what you're saying. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, we got to get him onto the pod. We've been slandering his name too much for him not to say anything. Um, but yeah, we'll just start, we'll just start speaking of slander. Um, we'll kind of start off here, but what do you guys think of the whole uh Shaquille O'Neal Donovan Mitchell uh, I don't want to say feud or beef but like just kind of that whole interaction that happened um after the impressive Utah win how do you guys feel about that I don't know man that was just kind of weird like I don't know if I guess the the NBA and TNT guys their whole thing is to kind of try and be funny and be interesting and create talking points because Mm-hmm. I feel like their their shtick definitely isn't their basketball knowledge because they're no, like Chuck's kind of yeah. stupid. Shaq yeah. <laughs> maybe knows a little more, but not too much. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like they were basically trying a bit, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, maybe it, people were gonna were supposed to think it was funny, but it was just kind of awkward and you know, yeah. one of those jokes that doesn't really land type of thing. Yeah, I kind of I kind of should have uh, introduced this with what kind of what Shaq said. Yeah. So I'll kind of just say it. I'll do my best Shaq impression. It's probably gonna be terrible, but I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is so Shaq basically says after the game he he's interview interviewing Donovan Mitchell live, um, and he's like, "You're one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to get there to the next level." I said it on purpose. I, I wanted you to hear it. What do you have to say about it? And then Donovan Mitchell just basically just says like, "I," and then yeah. and then Shaq says, "That's it." And Donovan's like, "Yeah, that's it." And Shaq's like, "Okay, cool. I wanted you to hear it." And then Donovan's like. I've been hearing that since my my rookie year. I'm I'm just going to get better and just do what I do. And the Shaq's like, that, that's what I wanted you. I wanted to hear. And then Donovan's like, yes, sir, yes, sir. So it was a kind of like a weird interaction overall. Like I don't know like what Shaq's angle was, but honestly, what were your like take take on that? I mean, it's nothing really new. Like you see this a lot throughout the NBA, mm-hmm. um, where analysts nowadays are mostly former NBA players, um, former champions. They all like to have their input and kind of stay relevant in a sense so like i'm not i'm not yeah. i mean obviously shaq's gonna be relevant like until years to come but mm-hmm. um i think i don't know i think that the the old heads got to give the young bucks kind of a break i know it's a different kind of basketball um that they're playing now compared to when they played in the 90s early 2000s but i think they need to to kind of appreciate the time more that they have now as the nba changes but who's to say like don mitchell in 20 years is not gonna do the same thing to future 
all-star, perennial all-star, under 24-year-old coming up. So, like, I think it's just yeah. going to be a thing that happens throughout mm-hmm. the NBA's history. But, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. I'm going to be angry with yeah, you. That I, was kind of awkward. Yeah, I, that's kind of, like, the, the broader topic, not just, like, that one exchange. Because, like, older, like, old heads, as you would call them, of the NBA, do have, like, that, I don't know, they kind of, it seems like they look down upon, the, like, the present players and then, like, how the NBA is played now compared to what it was. And I think it's, like, been a, a, a trending thing. You see, like, kind of what Liam, you mentioned. You see, Charles, like, Chuck doing it a lot. Uh, Shaq's doing it a lot. You see, like, a lot of these older kind of players talking down to a lot of these big men hitting threes rather than posting up and using their using their body to, like, intimidate people. So, I don't know. It's just, like, a common theme. And I just wanted to hear you guys' takes. Like, what, what do, you, do you think, like, the, the old head should, like, kind of give them a break, kind of stay on them the same way? Or, like, what do you guys think about that? I mean, they can keep going. <laughs> the thing about... Do you think they're right for it? Or is it, like, uh, kind of too much? Do I think they're right? Um, I don't know. I don't think it's too bad. Like, I, I'm not... I think Donovan Mitchell has thick enough skin to be to be able to deal with that. And at the yeah, end of the day, sure. like, the thing about Chuck and Shaq's takes, most of all, is they're wrong. So, them being <laughs> wrong about something isn't exactly yeah. groundbreaking. Like, Chuck's had some awful ones just in the past year. Trailblazers Guarantee. sweeping the Lakers. Guarantee. Uh, yeah. Who do, who do you play for? Uh, Golden State can't win by because they just shoot threes. Like, those are all Chuck yeah. takes. I know yeah, this, one's ma- this one's Shaq, so it's a little different, but, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I think they're free to be cantankerous old goats if they'd like yeah. to and uh, complain about the young guys. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I don't think people tune into TNT for the pure analytics. It's more of a yeah, true. entertainment <laughs> business from them. So they're going to stay say yeah. stuff to keep the people entertained. And I don't know, Donovan Mitchell, I thought he dealt with it well. He's just like, OK, yeah, I think so too. like, yeah. I don't know if Shaq was expecting him to be like, Oh yeah, thanks man for that feedback. Like that's awesome. That's gonna drive me now. Donovan just kind of like, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was. I thought it was a nice talking point. I don't mind it too bad. Yeah. Um, I just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand what he was like trying to do though. Like. No. Like, what did you expect the reaction to be? Like, are you trying to get like a rise out of him? You want to like? Is this a teaching moment in your mind to like towards Donovan? Like, I just didn't understand what his whole angle was. I'm sure a lot of it's probably pure. For the entertainment value, because he did say it at half, and then he—that's kind of what he reiterated afterwards mm-hmm. um, to Donovan Mitchell. So I mean, I don't know. He is in a point like he is the media, and he is like his job is to have like takes and like be strong opinionated towards things. So you can't can't take it too much to heart, I guess, for Donovan. But I don't know because it is his job to do that. But I don't know. It's a uh, yeah. I think I think in a sense like Shaq kind of seems himself as like seems like he'd be the type of guy who thinks is like his word means all. And I think he, like, mm-hmm. kind of meant it. Like, he thought Donovan was going to take it, like, oh, Shaq's saying about this about me, so I guess you better get my ass in gear. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Donovan, I think uh, Spy Dad's like, no, I don't. I really don't care what you have to say. Yeah. Like, I already <laughs> yeah. I already kind of know what's, what, what I'm dealing with and whatnot. So I think yeah. in terms of, like, you have those you know, old heads that are like, are like that, but then you have some of them that are, like, that I, I like, like RJ, like Richard Jefferson, I actually like love his take. So he's he's like super knowledgeable and he's kind of brings mm-hmm. like a fresh perspective. Um, yeah, I guess you can sure. count him as an old head, but I mean, recently retired. He's, he's not, ago, he's not like the typical, like, yeah, like, like it's head, just, like yeah, yeah. So like, just like, like veterans like that, I appreciate. And I know me and dad were talking about this earlier. Um, when we were talking about the jump, I'm like, are you going to watch the jump today? He's like, honestly, probably not. It's just like them saying this exact same thing. Tracy McGrady probably mm-hmm. boosting about like scoring. And then, like, um, Scotty Pippen's probably just, like, talking about 
numbers people already know. Like, it's just not that entertaining. Is why, yeah. I don't know why you were saying, like, Liam, that people watch TNT. It's not much for the analytics, more for the banter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I find, like, it's a lot of the, the same thing, because, um, in a way, um, like, these old, these old players, like, I don't know if they're, nowadays, the NBA is so focused on numbers and analytics. Um, I don't think it's really, um, kind of an indictment towards kind of them because maybe they're not so focused on the numbers maybe they're focused on more the style of play and like just kind of what they they see in eye test i they're guess definitely you could not say. numbers guys yeah definitely <laughs> not numbers yeah so <laughs> so i mean yeah to andres's point it's a lot of the same stuff they don't in our world when we like we're really numbers guys we look at fantasy value we look at like like trends advanced stats defensive efficiency offensive efficiency and stuff like that um, it's not really value to us to kind of hear uh, Scotty Pippen basically talk about like comparing everything to like the '94 Bulls. Like it doesn't really like it's not really um, doesn't really translate as much. Know. Yeah, exactly to us maybe, but I don't know. I just like kind of I agree with what Andre says. It's not, it doesn't really do any do much for us when it's the same thing. Um, we get why they're there because they're like legendary players, and it's it's sometimes nice to see the perspective and um, kind of for them to now but i don't know like do you guys think it's more so do you guys ever think it's like a lot of the times maybe some some kind of like uh some jealousy towards maybe players nowadays like compared to like the money they're making now for like a player that maybe these legends think we're not even close to being comparable to like their prime and these guys are making like like maybe like 20 million a year 15 million a year for like like a kind of someone who would be making like two million back then. Like I don't know. You think it's like some sort of je- like jealousy a little bit or anything like that? They're envious of all the money they're making compared to like what they were making before and how to, how they broke the ground for these players to so make this money type thing. I'm sure that's in the back of their mind. And if it's not if it's not strictly just money, it might it might also just be like Shaq sees the game changing and it's not really being played as it was when he was around. Yeah. So maybe he like mm-hmm. it's. A little bit jealousy in that sense or kind of like oh you guys aren't doing it right i won doing this and like you guys maybe i don't know maybe sees the jazz because they don't really use gobert in a offensive role like post up like Shaq would would so yeah. maybe he's like maybe it's a little bit that like yeah, cause, money cause, money is changing and style of play is changing so yeah because uh, Shaq's Shaq's been very critical of your boy uh, rudy gobert liam like he's yeah. like he's been saying he's not worth the money um because he's like on a max right so he's like not worth the money um, and that he like, even though he's defensive player of the year, like, I think, I don't know if he, I don't know exactly what he said or if he compared himself, like if he, Rudy Gobert was playing back then against him, he wouldn't have a chance or something like that. But he definitely wasn't a fan of like that. So I don't know, like to your point, like, I don't know if that's any form of jealousy or anything like that, but who knows? Yeah, I think it could be. But in the end, like, we're happy that the NBA is hiring like, and like media is hiring uh, veteran players because you always want to yeah, see. Yeah, for sure basketball community yeah. involved within the basketball community so yeah. it's good in that way i mean they have area 51 or like tnt as those like the players only days so it's pretty cool but yeah i mean yeah. if the content can change a little bit obviously tnt is banter which is great but mm-hmm. maybe maybe the people will get more invested in hearing what vet, vet, veterans have to say you you definitely have to have a balance for sure yeah <laughs> like and then you got your hot takes all the time and not about like actual what's happening in nba <clears throat> yeah it's like not the greatest to be honest even if it's it is pure banter um and kind of like reinforcing like what we were talking about because like i don't know if you guys saw what like katie and lebron had to say about it after the whole like uh situation with um donovan mitchell and uh shack but basically someone posted 
some quote or something or maybe his opinion on IG. Um, and KD responded. No, it wasn't someone random. It was definitely someone that kind of who has a voice in the NBA. Um, but yeah. it wasn't like anyone really popular though. And then KD kind of commented and said, the mold heads need, need to uh, to go enjoy retirement. These boys have coaches they work with every day, LOL. And then LeBron commented as well, like not on KD's, but like on the same post. And he said, there's a difference between constructive criticism and soft hating though. I've, I've seen it look, uh, I've seen it both ways uh, come my way. Mostly the hate. You can hear it in their delivery. So that kind of what they had to say yeah. to like everything. So, I mean, I don't so know. I kind of... Me- you're telling me that KD was standing up against criticism from, from media? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> of yeah, that's so, of that's so out of character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of, like, with the LeBron one, I kind of, I definitely agree with, because it, it is, like, the delivery a lot of the time, right? Like, you could tell when someone's genuinely giving constructive criticism in, in a good way, and someone who's just, like, looking to kind of, like, hate a bit. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. 100%. 100%. And I think Shaq's, I think Shaq's was, like, a little bit on the hate side, in my opinion. I don't think it was more like, kind of get, yeah, Donovan, like, you can get there. I believe in you. I think he was just literally just like, I don't believe in you. Like, I'm just telling you straight up. Like, yeah, which is, you would think it was weird because, like, Donovan Mitchell is, like, labeled an underdog, essentially. So, like, yeah. I don't know why you'd kind of, like, hate on Donovan Mitchell out of all people. But, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> no weird, do, do you think, no weird do you think, situation. In your opinion, do you ever think Don Mitchell can get to that like level, like superstar? Like, I think he's a star, but I don't think he's a superstar. I don't, okay, I'm define, sure you guys agree. Well, I, I guess you got to define what a superstar is. Like, who are we defining? Okay, as like for in my opinion, there's not that many superstars. What would you guys say? Maybe like eight top superstars what? in the league. Top eight. Like, I don't like, think like someone Mitchell who's like 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 eight. like no. superstar. Like, I mean, like James Harden, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Yanis. Um, who else? Like, I'm trying to think. like maybe I put Dame probably up there as superstar. Um, I don't think I'm trying to think of it. I like, I yeah, like, like no. people like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, people that you say as a superstar. I don't think Donovan Mitchell could be a one A on a title team. I think he could be a very good one B. Like, yeah. not even a, a two option, like a one B. Like, okay. if he was with someone like Anthony Davis, I think. Yeah, like, okay, but yeah. then, so then, what do you do? You, what do you, would you count Damian Lillard as? Then, wouldn't he fit under the same role as well? No, I what think Damian Lillard's a superstar. I think. I think so, so you think, think, think he's he a one A? Anthony Davis, you think he's he's a one A? No, well, and you know, they're, they're, like they're, they're both one A's essentially. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, like, they're both one A's. Like LeBron and AD, there's no one A, one B. They're both one A's. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. That's I why understand they won a championship. That. Okay, fair enough. I would say yeah. I would say like Donovan Mitchell can be a superstar. I'm not saying he's a superstar now, but mm-hmm. like, and if he comes once he's like turns like 27, 28, then he can potentially get yeah, that status. Super young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it wouldn't shock I, I, me. Yeah, I agree. I think he has a potential to. I wouldn't say he is now, but I definitely uh, like to say that to say that he like he can't get to the next level. I think is pretty like naive on like Shaq's part, whether he's yeah. doing it for the takes or like he actually believes that. But um, yeah, I definitely think he's still really young. He's only twenty four. Um, mm-hmm. I think turning twenty five this year, so he has a lot of time to to develop. And the fact Especially that he's already way, where he's at now, yeah, is crazy. Especially the way the Jazz are playing too, if they can keep it up. Yeah, exactly, and yeah, and it's actually goodness. funny. That uh, so a, a Utah a Utah politician, kind of in response to like uh Shaq's comments, um, he said he introduced introduced a resolution which I don't really know what that means, but it's to recognize the exemplary service of Donovan Mitchell to the Utah Jazz, and he he suggests considering uh, he su- makes a suggestion for the consideration of making Spida 
the official state arachnid. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's doing the most. Yeah, no. yeah, no, that's actually that was hilarious. That's um, so funny. <laughs> yeah, I just read that. I don't like that on Sports Illustrated. And, like, there was like, an article on it. I thought that was hilarious. Huh? That's the official funny. state arachnid. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, definitely looking looking forward to see what Donna Mitchell has in store for us. Um, yeah, super exciting player, and I think it was like, a little bit un- unjust. What he had to go through, but hey, I mean, it's always it's gonna c- continue happening. But it's good. At least it's good that there's players that are out there to kind of like defend him. Yeah, kind of take his side to be like, especially the LeBron James. Um, like that one counts a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I definitely. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. But we we love the TNT boys for the banter. So hundred percent. Yeah, we'll keep watching that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then speaking of uh U- Utah Jazz, man, how good have they been? They've been the best team in the league. It's crazy yeah, to say that because they've been yeah. winning games with Mitchell. Even when Mitchell sits out, they win. Um, they got uh, got Abby, six man of the year, Clarkson off the bench. He's been on fire yeah. coming off the bench. And yeah, Gobert, defensive anchor. Like, I don't know, man. Is this how legit is this? Because I feel like Utah could be a regular season team and not quite a playoff threat but regardless it's yeah. impressive what they're doing right now i don't know i'd be interested to hear your guys takes on their ceiling as mm. a playoff team and not necessarily just as a regular season team yeah Andre, you could go ahead on this one um yeah i mean i'm impressed as well uh same as liam but ceiling wise i think they definitely do have them i feel like they're like almost the new denver nuggets of like the west yeah if that makes sense i mean yeah like i think they're gonna be a very good regular season team but whether they can Take the next step in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know about that, especially when you're gonna have to face one of the LAs, which will be tough. Um, I think that's their ceiling. They won't. They won't be the Clippers or the Lakers, which is yeah, like not a hot take at all. Mm-hmm. But I think that's yeah. like just my honest like, take like, on it. Yeah, like Liam, where did you have them in our preseason predictions? I think I had them like fourth, I believe. Yeah, I would. I think I would have had them. We, we fifth, were very similar. Fifth or we sixth, very similar. maybe. Yeah. I was probably a little bit lower than you. Yeah, I know so, I had I know I had the Lake the LA teams and I believe Denver and Dallas ahead of them, so I must yeah. might have had them fifth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it wasn't we're not like really. Sho- I mean, I'm shocked about it because they've won like it was it eleven straight. Yeah, so, I didn't think I'd see them win eleven in a row. Yeah, so I, like, I'm shocked. About I'm a bit that. shocked. And they and they've played some pretty good competition. Like I'm just reading this off right now. Like they played. Nuggets, they beat them away. They played the Pelicans twice, even though Pelicans haven't been great. Uh, they beat the Warriors, beat the Dallas twice back to back. So, and then they played the Nuggets again uh, tonight. So, and they beat the Clippers. Um, yeah, and they beat the Clippers. Uh, wait, did they in their eleven game winning streak? No, they they didn't. They didn't beat them in oh, their no, eleven no, game no, winning yeah, streak, but they beat that. them before that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they've been really good. They're according to NBA.com advanced stats, they've been top. They're top five in defensive rating and. And top five in offensive rating. So that's obviously in it. Like if you if that, that's what you're kind of kicking off with. Um, you're definitely going on eleven game winning streak. So they've been amazing. Um, and I kind of want to touch upon one thing. Like also, who's been amazing? How about the Houston Rockets without James Harden? The defensive rating. Who did yeah. know? Drop Harden and you become good at defense. Um, <laughs> that's not going to help the James Harden defensive defensive narrative because I felt I always yeah. felt like it was a little overblown. Like people like oh like that's like the casual fan who watches like a couple games a year. Like oh James Harden sucks at defense. Meanwhile, yeah. he wasn't that bad. But mm-hmm. uh, these numbers are definitely not going to help his uh, his case for being a low key average defender. We'll say. Yeah, yeah like 
they're, they're on a five-game ring streak. They beat Portland, Dallas. I mean, they played the Wizards, Pistons in between then, but not like all ter- terrible teams. And um, th- yeah, they're they're literally in the past six games. They're number one in, in uh, defensive efficiency. Past yep. six games. Damn. So that's wild. Well, you can t- I can tell you what James Harden is probably going to think at the end of the season. They'll probably think, fuck defense if we have a ring anyways. Yeah. That's true. 100%. <laughs> but he needs that ring. The only thing. The only thing protecting yeah, him you guys from the, get it. the haters. Yeah. No, but the, yeah, what an, what an amazing story. So, Liam, since you've had uh, habits of uh, kind of, you know, jumping the wagon a little bit every now and then, mm-hmm. are you hopping on the Utah Jazz? Are you getting a, a Rudy Gobert jersey or what? Well, I traded Gobert this a couple weeks ago in fantasy. So, I'm a. Uh, I saw him go off for 29, 23 steals, three blocks the other day, which hurt a little bit. Um, oh, no. <laughs> those are the worst. Those are the, I never but, looked uh, back after. I never looked back. Did, did, yeah, you, did, you, did you automatically, in turn, offer Gordon Hayward to that person who has Rudy Gobert? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, uh, it, was, it was those memes of the guy looking at a picture on his bed, and he's, like, wiping the tear, oh, and then you zoom in. Yeah. Up, yeah <laughs> you zoom in there, you see the picture, and it's a picture of Gobert. Yeah. <laughs> that was me for a little bit. Um, I'm not quite buying a ton of Utah stock yet. I, uh, I feel like there's kind of those teams that are, and Utah's been this team, like they really impress in the regular season. And we've seen the last couple playoffs, it gets to playoffs time and mm-hmm. Mitchell's ha- has to put up like 40 to 50 a night to give them a chance to win. Cause their secondary scoring yeah. kind of dries up a little bit. And mm-hmm. I know Clarkson's looked better this year. Boyan is, hasn't been that great. He's look he's been kind of up and down. Um, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of the same crew, right? I guess Conley's been better, so that could help. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I still think they're a second round exit to one of the LA teams, like Dre mentioned earlier. So I'm not a hundred percent, uh, in on them. I'd like to see them kind of do it in the playoffs first. Um, sure, yeah, the Rockets, sure. as far as the Rockets go, I'm just happy to see them competitive and, uh, hopefully staying competitive so that they're uh, play John wall as, as much as possible for my fantasy team. <laughs> I think they're uh, I think they're like a, a play in game, like a ninth or 10th place ceiling. I think, and I, I think I'd so be too. surprised even if they got there, to be honest, but nice yeah. to see them being competitive. And lots of times when teams trade a fantasy superstar and fan, or sorry, uh, a franchise superstar fantasies on the mind, a franchise superstar, <laughs> like James Harden, like it's kind of mm-hmm. just like, okay, let's win as many games as possible now. But I think we're seeing kind of, there's the other way too. If you trade a fantasy, my goodness, trade a franchise star. Uh, <laughs> the other guys are kind of like, okay, let's prove to to the world here that it wasn't just James Harden. Like I'm, I'm here to step yeah. up. Oladipo is like, yeah, I can step up. Yeah. Like, he was saying the other day, people have been doubting me. Hell John yeah, Wall's like, Hell yeah. yeah. John Wall's <laughs> like, I'm not done. And then of course, Christian Wood is coming on strong and having a breakout season. So, um, it's kind of nice to see them still hover around relevance, even after trading their longtime franchise cornerstone and, uh, other guys kind of stepping up a bit. So Having said that, not going to take it, them very far. Does this help? Does this help the Rockets trade now? Are we, are we bumping their grade? Addition okay. by subtraction? <laughs> Addition by subtraction? Mm, well, I don't know. I can't remember what I graded it. I remember being a hard grader. Oh, I think yeah. I was, a. well, I was, was I think I was a B. I think I was like a B. I, I was still, so. I was mostly upset because I thought they should have gone for Simmons more than a, than an Oladipo and draft pick combo. Cause I think, I thought Simmons is, is the real thing, which I still am of that opinion a little bit this year. Um, but Simmons hasn't been that great this season, eh, Dan? I know you'd be, I think you'd be he's following a, that on your fantasy It's a, it's a little, <laughs> it's a, 
It's a, he took a little bit of a step back because Embiid's been so terrific this year. So yeah, but that's okay. I mean, he's he's still really young. I have that big window like I told you guys before. So <laughs> yeah, that window I'm, uh, keeps getting pushed a little bit. I'm chilling. <laughs> I, have eight, I have at least an eight year window, so I'm getting. I'm yeah. chilling. Let me know when you want to get that started, eh? Because I've been looking up for it. But <laughs> that window keeps. I mean, I mean, shut. What, what you what you've been offering and what you've been expecting has been a. Uh, it's been it's been tough to accommodate. Not and not not necessarily just my offers. I just want to know when you're you're gonna kickstart oh, okay. that fantasy window. It doesn't have no, anything to do with me. Just yeah. Oh, okay, I see. I see. I got you. I got you. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see how my how my season go. This year it was supposed to be uh looking very optimistic when I started two and zero, and then J- Jason Tatum got COVID, and then Carlton Towns got COVID, and it was kind of just like I'm still like I'm hoping when once those guys come back, um, and I'm full strength, I'll be able to uh, put some good performances through. But we'll Fair see, enough. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, do you have any final take before we move on on uh, Utah or Houston? Uh, no. For the most part, you guys kind of covered it. And in the yeah. end, what, what was what was your predictions? Like, I know, I know, you weren't on the pod when we did it, but like, what would you think? Before I mean, the season? I, I like, don't think it was going to be anything too crazy, to be honest. I would have predicted, um, like the four, five, the three, four spot was going to be Utah, Denver, probably, and then obviously the LA's. You got one, two, and then. So, like, I mean, uh, the, the Jazz obviously overperforming. Whether they – I hope they win the West. That'd be nice. And they still change. But I don't think they'll go through far in the playoffs. So, nothing really changes on my end. Yeah, true, true. I mean, they could make it far if, like, in some universe they make – they come first and then they have to play the 4C, which would be, like, Denver yeah. or, like, maybe, like, a Phoenix or something. Um, but, like, yeah, like you said, like, it, it doesn't look good if, um, if they don't finish first and they'll have to play one of the – one of the LA teams, yeah, in the semifinals, Western Conference semifinals. Um, so, so good on them, but more smoke mm-hmm. and fire. Yeah. I agree, I agree, I agree. Um, yeah. So, kind of. Uh, now we'll get into. We're done with the, the NBA talk for now, and we'll get into something that's big that happened yesterday, actually, because we're recording on Sunday, January thirty first. Um, but yeah, the SEC and Big Twelve Challenge happened mm-hmm. yesterday. A lot of big games. Going through a couple surprises, a lot of disappointment. Uh, one one blowout in particular that we were going to be talking about. Um, uh, yeah, and then there was also a game that was postponed that we were look, really looking forward to, but we probably knew the result of that one. Um, yeah. So that was going to be the resume <laughs> booster, the big one. That we needed, <laughs> I think that's what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So what do you, what were your guys' thoughts on the in general? We'll, we'll <clears> talk about <throat> in general, and then we'll go into the games in specific. What do you guys think overall of the the SEC? The annual SEC and Big 12 Challenge. Man, I, I like these little gimmicks. Like, it's just, it's it's a small gimmick, but it gets me, yeah. like, even more into it. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm it makes me into, like, because personal pride. Like, I'm a, I'm a fan of an SEC team. You guys are fans of Big 12 teams. So, I'm even yeah. caring about, like, who played yesterday. Uh, Texas A&M and was it Kansas State or Iowa State or something? It was Kansas State, yeah. Kansas, Kansas State, State, yeah. yeah. Like, even those teams, I just want to be like, I want the SEC team to win so I can be like, <laughs> man, even the bottom of the SEC is better than the bottom of the Big 12. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I was I was definitely into it yesterday. Started yeah. off with a really good game, <clears throat> excuse me, between uh, Oklahoma-Alabama. Thought that was a fun one. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma's looking good, eh, boys? How, what is that, four that, that, yeah. top ten How wins this season already? Help that help that yeah. to the the Kansas resume loss losses. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you're, 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 you're pulling a dev. You're just you're just scratching at the bottom of the barrel to try to uh, try to get, stay in the top twenty five, which won't and, happen. And they did it. They did it without one of their better players too, uh, Austin Reeves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, Austin Reeves. Yeah, 
It was a uh, that was a fun day. Would have loved to see Kentucky. Honestly, I think that's a game Kentucky could have won. Those type of <laughs> those type of games. Those the those are the games they win. No, I think they would have blown Cal out. Get some fired up. I think they would have beaten Texas. I guess they we'll never know. Blown out. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Kansas with a nice L to Tennessee. So love to see that. It was all in all a good day, Daniel. <laughs> I'm sure you'll agree. Yeah. I haven't even talked about Baylor yet. Yeah, I know. Well, well, we'll move on to Andre first. What's your thoughts first? And then uh, you, you kind of know what I'm going to say. Um, um, I'm kind of shocked, honestly. What did we end up? 4-4? Four, four? I think so. It was, was five. It was five four for the SEC. Five so four. For it could have been tied up. SEC is better. It <laughs> could have been drawing from this. It could have yeah. been. Uh, it would have been tied up if the Texas Kentucky game. Uh, that, went which through. I was gonna say, I'm kind of surprised because once that that first Oklahoma Alabama game, I'm like, it's a wrap. Big Twelve is gonna get, like literally roll over the SEC. And then I started watching these games, one. like tuning into some of these games. I'm like, like especially I was watching the Florida West Virginia game. I'm like, man, West Virginia cannot. Take take this lead and keep it. Like they were so close, so many times to kind of pull away almost. But then Florida just mm-hmm. came scratching back, and then t- once they took the lead, it was like West Virginia could not get it. Back. Yeah, and I don't know. Like Florida's looking kind of scary. They're missing like one of their best players because obviously that devastating like collapse they had. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but after they turned, like they keep turning. They won big games against Tennessee. They beat um, West Virginia. Now I'd be surprised if they're not ranked coming this week. Oh, they should um, be. So they that that surprised yeah. me. I, I was surprised by the huge loss, obviously, of Kansas. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. I'm just like, I don't even know. Yeah, baffled. Bum rushed, you might say. Bum rushed, some, yeah, some people might yeah. say. That's Andre's terminology. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, even this, like, I thought TCU was going to get it over Missouri. That was a close game as well. Um, even a little, I was scared for Texas Tech because LSU was hanging in there until, like, the last, basically, minute of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was surprised. I thought the Big 12 was going to do a lot better. Kind of eating a little bit of my words about saying that they're the best conference. I mean, mm. mm-hmm. but yeah, shocked is what I would say. Coming out, yeah. coming out of Saturday. I mean, I think this is more, in my, my opinion, more of an indictment on on the on the SEC than the Big Twelve. Like, I think we were really, really, um, kind of shitting on the SEC a lot more than I guess we didn't give enough credit as they were due. Um. Like I said, like I'm not not playing what ifs, but if Texas played Kentucky, that's probably a Texas win, most likely. Odd, the odds makers would have put it in Texas's favor, um, so it would have been five five. But like but even, even then, five, that's five, still yeah. Like like even then, like SEC like showed up. Like obviously Baylor had a result as expected. I mean Dev is always kind of trolling me in the group saying, "Oh Dan, Baylor looking tight," and then oh, after yeah, I'm like, quickly, they have to wait. Well, let me jump in. Yeah. Dev, Dev needs to shut up, man. I'm trying to find a Baylor <laughs> loss. And then, I don't know, it's a close game with like five minutes left in the first half. And Dev's like, oh, Dan, Baylor. And I'm yeah. like, Dev, yeah. shut up. <laughs> like, let this play out, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honestly, this is like one of the very, one of the years that I'm like literally never worried when it's like a close game at half or something. Because I just know Baylor has a, the, like the, the firepower to just come back in like, in like literally a span of one or two minutes. So, um yeah, so that was a kind of an expected win. Um, they won by twelve uh, against Auburn. The Oklahoma one was very surprising. Like, I, yeah. like you guys, like Liam mentioned, and Andre mentioned as well. That was a wrap. Um, they beat number nine Alabama. Yeah, so team on the rise for sure. Um, and then Texas Tech with a good win over LSU. LSU's a pretty good team, but yeah. Texas Tech obviously was a favored one. They did. They handled their business there. Um, West Virginia. That was like Andre's. Andre's mentioned like the upset. Uh, Florida looking really good. Uh, and then you had like kind of the like Missouri, the Missouri TCU game was actually awfully close, closer than I thought it was with yeah. Missouri being ranked twelve and TCU not even being ranked at all. 
So that was a bit of like an iffy one. That could have maybe swung the the conference uh, kind of comparison the other way if TCU won. Then honestly, Kansas, Tennessee, Kansas was in such poor form going into this game that yeah. they were, I think they were like what, what, the amount. I'm not sure, but do you know what the line was like? Up, like memory, like I want to. I'm pretty sure like Tennessee probably was favored in this one. No, I actually think Kansas was favored because I was looking that at that and I was like, surely not. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I didn't end it. up. I didn't end up putting uh, money on it. Yeah. I did have money uh, outside of Liam's locks. So I did have money on Oklahoma to win though, so that was a nice win. Nice. Too. That was a good show. Yeah. No, I think I think people are putting too much respect on Kansas name. Definitely. Um, sorry, Andres. Like it's just it's just terrible because because they're Kansas. Um, but well, I, I mean, think after this loss. It depends what the line was, but like I mean, they only ranked one spot out of each other. So if it was like a minus one, like I wouldn't be. So I wouldn't. Yeah. I'd be. So th- this was actually issue. this actually would have been a good trap one. We should have mentioned it before, Liam. Um, if we knew the odds, this was I this would have been a, a really good trap one. Yeah, because 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 Kansas was coming off like really some like a really bad stretch. I believe, and you believe too, Liam, that they were like really like favored in terms of the ranking this week in fifteen. I know oh, Andre's kind yeah. of like he doesn't really have an opinion on it. Um, but, I did, but I mean, it well, like, he just has a you bad said, you, opinion. Well, on. you said you said you said they like you understand why they're there, but like they could you make a case for like them being lower. So like I'm like that's like in between, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So like I think that would have been a great trap one for us, Liam, because Kansas we think that was severely like overranked. Yeah. Um, this week, um, they're coming off terrible form, um, and they're playing against a Tennessee team that's actually like pretty good. Well, so, and Tennessee was at home, right? Too, I believe. Yeah, and I just checked. Yeah, Tennessee was at home. The line closed yeah. Tennessee three point favorites. So, oh, okay, uh, okay. Still, so yeah, wasn't it? You're, still, I still think I would still take Tennessee on that. To be honest, you're um, absolutely right, Dan, and that's but, what we look for with uh, with Liam's yeah. locks a lot of time. It's, I, I, I know. The bookies honestly, love big name teams like Kansas, Kentucky. Yeah. They give Kentucky a lot of respect in the bets too. Like there was, yeah. the, I don't the think one... I don't think it's right though. Like I don't think you guys because like Tennessee hasn't been in any form at all either. So to say like that Kansas is like it was a trap. Like, it was a trap bet. Like, you could easily... Like, okay, this is Tennessee. Tennessee lost to Florida. They lost to Missouri. And then they beat Mississippi State by three, which is almost the exact same form as Kansas because they beat TCU the day before... Like, two days before they played Tennessee. And then they finally played Kansas. So, they're yeah. basically well, one and two going to, into the Kansas To you fair, you, you rated Florida. And you also... And also, Missouri's ranked 12. Yeah, I started rating Florida so. after they beat Tennessee. Like, and then they went on the stretch of winning. But that's what... But I'm saying, like... Like you can say that because they lost Oklahoma, Kansas. You can say the same thing about Oklahoma beating Alabama. Like you, it's, it's pretty what comparable. Tennessee and Kansas. No, stretch it's not comparable because we're talking about like situation wise. Like if Tennessee is only like if if this was like was in Kansas and there was another fifteen ranked team, I think Tennessee might have been favored by more. Is 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 a point of our. Are, but like, but Tennessee argue. wasn't good. It wasn't like hot at all either. You're saying you, Tennessee's a good it's team. Not, it's not. So, it's not. It's not solely like based on Tennessee being hot. It's more so that Kansas. Is there? There's too much respect on Kansas' name, like that they they're overranked and they're in, in bad form coming into the game. So like, but how, how is that not that the could... same thing for Tennessee? Because they're not mean? a big name. We're saying because the they're not big a big four, name like Kansas, yeah. Kansas, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke. Duke. There's yeah. always a couple points that are given to them because of their names yeah. and, and betting lines. And, and even then, even in the rank this year, like the rank and this the public week, loves thought, to bet them. Yeah. So they, yeah. So so you're saying that minus three for Tennessee is is not Kansas. It should have been more against Kansas. Well, clearly they, they lost was, by nineteen. Yeah. No, but, like, but at the beginning, but at the beginning of the game, you wouldn't think that. Coming no, like looking at their schedules I, coming into the game, I, I probably I probably would have thought like I I probably I mean hindsight's twenty twenty obviously, 
But like, I don't yeah. think I don't think you would have you would have put a bet on that going into Sunday's game, knowing what Tennessee has been doing the past four games and how I can't have been doing. No, that fair enough. And I didn't, and I didn't. So yeah, that's fair to yeah. say. Yeah, I, I is, don't know. I just I, I didn't really look. I didn't look at the line beforehand, so I didn't I didn't know. But I probably I would have put, put my money on Tennessee for that game because I think Kansas hitter. is not very good. Uh-huh. I, bl- I I think they're not as good as people think. Like I guess like, they're not good. Well. They, were, they weren't a fifteen. But I also don't think Tennessee sure. was heading into any kind of form at all against Kansas. But I didn't like well, okay, so. like I didn't specifically state that te- Tennessee was like hot coming into. I just said they were a good team. But Kansas is a good team as well. I mean, they're not no, they're not, they're they're not they're top not 10 good. team, but <laughs> they're not that okay. good. They're not that good. To say they're not good is not is not fair for them. But they're not uh, that to, good. They're, to, like to, they're probably not like you think they're still be ranked this week is what I kind of want to ask you as well. Well, no, they shouldn't. I mean, they lost they've only won the only game they won against TCU in the past 4 games. So, no, so, you, so you're saying they shouldn't be ranked. No, no. They have a bad stretch okay. of form. Le- this is this would Le- be a surprise to me if they are ranked in the top twenty-five. After Leah, Le- 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 do you think they're going to be ranked? Kansas? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I don't think they're either. So maybe if they, they are ranked on a, Andres, maybe they hold a pity twenty-five spot. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> if you think if they are if they are still ranked, Andres, will you agree with us that? Yeah, it's I'll give 100%. you the argument. Hundred percent. I give you the argument. Yeah. I mean, I you should give it to us anyways. But like, I guess this will further further justify our. This guy can't. This guy. This guy. I love to win. <laughs> this guy can't stand. Hey, we'll take <laughs> that. Guy. We'll take that. And, yeah, uh, we'll take it. I guess. I guess we'll take it. If it takes all this just for on just to, to admit that he's wrong, fine. I guess we'll have to take it. You have to. I mean, I can't say anything otherwise. I can't defend Kansas anymore <laughs> if they if they after their performance against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Totally fair. Yeah. I think yeah. we talked I mean, about who, it. Who, who does? Who, do, do you know you who really uh, Kansas has coming up next in their schedule? I don't know. Um, I don't know off the top. Let me pull it up. I have it right here. So, Kansas plays. See, it's just loading up. Yeah, because I think that's important to see, like, kind of who, who they have next. Because maybe so give them a they shot have Kansas have... State on Tuesday, West Virginia Saturday, and then Oklahoma State Monday. So they got one ranked team. Yeah, Kansas uh, State's the pretty next poor. Three. Those yeah, other so two are like tough a... games, though. I think Oklahoma State and yeah. uh, West Virginia. Yeah, Oklahoma State's Those are tough. pretty good too. So yeah. we'll see what I think, happens. I think because but West Virginia will be near the end of the week, right? Yeah, West Virginia will be near the end of the week. So Saturday. I don't know if that if they beat West Virginia, I don't know if that will make them. If they are unranked, I don't know if that would push them back. Who knows? Um, but like the, the Kansas State game won't really mean much because Kansas State is like like the shittiest team in the Big Twelve. So Iowa State is, but Iowa State, but th- th- those two are like um, yeah. The, the I mean, they have a tough ones. stretch at the last. The last three is Texas Tech, Texas, and Baylor. So that's gonna be a fucking gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kansas is going to lose. I'm calling it now. Kansas is going to lose at least four more games in the Big Twelve. <laughs> oh, is that a bet? Is that a bet? I'm, I'm hearing Andres. You, you I would not that. back that with money, but that's, oh. <laughs> uh, that's my bold call. They got six games three? left. They're going to lose four of them. How about I wouldn't three? be surprised. You lose all I'd bet on them games. losing three. Yeah, I'd, I'd bet on them losing three for sure. Okay, the think. Baylor one's kind of a gimme. I think that's an L. Texas, I think, would be an L as well, just because we got crushed by Texas before, and then. It would be against Texas Tech or West Virginia. And uh, to bet that Kansas won't give me a surprise at all, no, I'm not taking that bet. Okay, okay. So I'm not confident in Kansas at all. And there's no right, no one should be in the right mind should be confident with Kansas, about Kansas right now. Yeah. So you guys already coach Bill Self would be like, fan. okay, maybe we need a transfer. Hmm. Yeah, or just a new coach, but whatever. That's a that's a discussion for another day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, no, well, let's let's move on. I love I love the Kansas slander, but we can't we can't keep kicking Andres too too down. I mean, I feel bad. I'm starting to feel bad for him. I know him a we bit. barely kicked any Wildcats. 
What is this? Uh, but I mean, it's like, honestly, like, they've been so bad, Andres, that it's like, you don't even have to say anything. It, it just, like, speaks for itself. The yeah. Like, they're a, not making we, the tournament. We did nothing so. wrong this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only way to, the only way to not make us do something wrong is to have no games being played. Yeah. <laughs> Save it for another week when you've got, I'm sure you'll have more ammunition. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so I guess we'll tra- kind of transition into something else. Um, we kind of want to talk about the kind of news that's been breaking out the past few days that Woj dropped. Um, and that's like the, about the All Star game. So, so basically, what happened is that Woj dropped a, uh, a bomb on us saying that <laughs> the NBA and NBA PA have been discussing possibilities for an All Star game, possibly in Atlanta. Um, Chris Paul, the president of the NBA PA Players Association, um, was a prominent uh, was prominent in the idea of it. Uh, this would financially benefit HBCU, which is historically black colleges and universities in the United States, and the COVID relief. Um, it would be kind of the idea was it to kind of have it either in the Hawks Arena or an HBCU campus gym uh, in a campus gym. Um, that's what sources say. So that the break was um, scheduled for March fifth to tenth, which was originally kind of idea was to for just have the players have a break, see their families and stuff like that. Um, but now this is sources say that it could be an idea to have the all-star game in that period. Uh, so what are your guys' uh, thoughts on that? We'll start with you, Andres. Um, I'm, I'm swayed both ways. I think it's a good idea mm-hmm. in terms of exposure for the HBCU. Um, mm-hmm. And I think like it would be a great idea to have like such a big organization. That I know they're already ba- back like the players and Black Lives Matter so much. But just like another mm-hmm. step in kind of supporting um the black community is i think it would be a, a great idea to show i know but then you have the other yeah. hand you got the whole co- you have covid which is uh very prominent in the nba as we, we saw the past couple of weeks yeah so i don't know uh it's a tough one for me if they can follow guidelines and numbers are looking good coming up to march um mm-hmm. i think i say why not just go for it um mm-hmm. i think it'd be great for the players to showcase something that they're passionate about and for the fans to see new old nba fans to see how the NBA is reacting to the black community and what's happening there. So I think I think it's a good idea. Great proposal anyways. And I think Chris Paul yeah. is doing a great job with the NBA PA too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Liam, what, what's your what's your take on all on all this this NBA All-Star discussion? Yeah, I like that what Dre's saying there. Um for the first time and probably ever, last year they actually kind of tried in the All-Star game with that uh I forget what they call yes. that finish, but do you remember what they they call that where they play up to 21 or whatever? Yeah, um, I don't remember. There's a name for it, but but yeah, they actually kind of tried last year, which was really positive. And I feel like uh, raising money for HBCUs just gives it kind of even more meaning to a game Mm -hmm. that's traditionally been don't really care. No one's going to try type of thing. Um, So, yeah, I'm all for that. Uh, Yeah, Dre, you kind of nailed it with both sides there. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say is if we deem the NBA All-Star game uh, like good to go but then conference tournaments are too big of a risk then i'm gonna be upset <laughs> about that because, <laughs> so it goes back to that you know uh, different uh, different it's different 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 scenarios but i understand your fresh i know liam had to get that in there though like, i understand yeah. his pain but you know it's, <laughs> it's kind of that type of thing like i i love that they're uh like they're uh they're gonna kind of play it for for such mm-hmm. a good reason um yeah so that's, I guess that kind of makes it a little different. If it was a traditional it's, old all-star yeah. game, mm-hmm. given the COVID environment, I'd be like, no chance are we risking it yeah, on a guys who aren't even going to try. But now that the game has a little more meaning, I guess, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. 
Yeah, well, th- that's kind of was my thing. I'll, I'll play like kind of um, the other side of it. Um, but Devil's like, advocate. Yeah, like what? Like why are we going to risk the health risk the health of our, the players and staff and stuff like that for an All Star game? That and it and it kind of comes at the worst time too because this was like earlier in the week when I, th- I believe it was a reported or midweek, and this is like we're like literally deep in. To like COVID being pro- like the most prominent in the NBA than it has been when it first started. So like games have been can- being canceled left and right. So many more diagnoses, all this contact tracing. It's been like the worst it has been um, so far. And then you decide to announce that you might go through with an All Star game when it wasn't really considered in the beginning of the season. It just didn't really make sense to me. Um, I understand the the charitable donation and the awareness, but a lot of people are just saying like, why don't you just donate the money anyways? Not have the All Star game to kind of kind of uh provide safety to these players and staff but just donate the money and do everything you need to for awareness that you need to do but just don't play like you don't have to play the game it's a lot of people thinking it's for like just financial reasons to get the all-star game out there i know fans will obviously love it because it's been really competitive uh these past two years but it just like i just don't understand the unnecessary kind of risk you're taking by doing this when it's like you we see how bad it is right now with COVID in the NBA. Now you're on top of that, you're going to mix all these players in from both conferences and everything to play a game together. It's just, it just doesn't really make that much sense to me in that way. Like if I'm playing the other side and uh, I don't know, I think you could definitely still do the charitable donations and everything like that without actually having to play uh, the all-star game. Yeah. That's kind of my other side of it. I don't know, Dan, I feel like the donation is only part of it. Like I I think the game would really help to pull eyeballs and kind of mm-hmm. yeah, you said sure. do what you can for the awareness but like that is what you can for the awareness right the game is yeah, gonna yeah. Mm-hmm. make it a lot more rather than just like a, a donation mm-hmm. kind of off off camera i guess so to speak yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i feel like the the game would definitely obviously raise more awareness elam ending by the way is what it's called an elam ending it oh, just okay. came to me ending. okay yeah. okay Got it. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree with Liam. Uh, there's two takeaways would be like what Liam said, like the awareness you're going to have, you're going to donate for like one day. Maybe people remember that the NBA donated to the HBCU. But if you play a mm-hmm. game and you have mm-hmm. highlights and everything goes well and safe, you're going to have awareness for like one to two weeks. Like that's a, I think yeah. it's a huge difference to, to have, um, just a straight donation, which yeah, I, they, I'm sure they would do it anyways. And, yeah. um, having the players actually play a game and talk about it, maybe their experience or whatever media is going to be built around it. Um, I think that would be better for the NBA and HBCU. Also, I think this is, it seems like something maybe even the players want, which like, yeah. w- which would be my first thing to be like, it will be up to the players because it is their week off. And I'm just thinking of just the Raptors being a Raptors fan. Like they haven't seen their family in like, what, how long has it been over? It's like two months almost already. Yeah. Two, so two like, months already. Yeah. And I don't know if they're, if it's their schedule to even see allow anyone in the, in their bubble in Tampa, which I don't think they are. So it'd be like the mm-hmm. only time the Raptors get to actually see friends and family and go back for the week. Obviously they'd have to quarantine and whatnot, or if they fly over, I don't know the logistics, but like, that's mm-hmm. what I would think. Like if, if the players want it and they want to use that week that they're going to have to relax and mm-hmm. take some time to see family, I would say leave it up to players. They choose whether they want to play or not with obviously with medical support behind them saying it's okay for them to do it. I would say, yeah, by all means, go for go and do it. Because I think it's that's yeah. what it's kind of leaning towards more. Maybe it's a player idea. Mm. I think I think that's the important part, like that the NBA, the NBA PA is kind of, um, and it's Chris Paul was kind of prominent in the idea. 
Because, like, if the NBA just came out and said this without kind of really having discussion, say, oh, mm-hmm. we're just thinking about it. Like, we're talking yeah. about it. And then they'll be like, wait, what? Like, if the <laughs> players don't really have, a, like, ha- haven't had a say in it yet, um, then that would have been weird. But it's definitely important that um, Chris Paul is in those discussions and stuff like that because he's definitely the voice of a lot of these players um, and he understands them. So, yeah, no, I totally agree. The awareness part of it. Um, it's it just it's just more like a lot of, like, kind of Andre says, like, oh, if it's, like, medically okay. Like, well, it's definitely not going to be. Because you're you're mixing like a bunch of these players in the same gym together and the staff as well, so like and like media personnel as well, like so it's like it's definitely not going to be safe. Like it's going to be worse than it is in any like regular NBA game. Um, it just like it just depends how how you like want to treat like the the risk r- rather than like kind of um, yeah. like mitigate it, not treat, but I guess mitigate the risk. Um, I will say it's like I said, it's up to the players. If if they do this, these guys better behave themselves and not be going out and partying and it, yeah, you no, better no, not no. see videos <laughs> of James Harden yeah. at strip clubs and all that well, stuff. Well, that's the thing because, too. Yeah. Right? yeah, that's the thing too. Like, <laughs> like um, I'm not sure how strict the guidelines are in in like Atlanta, but I don't know. Like, it just it's just it doesn't seem like it's like the most like it's not like you're playing in a bubble like the the game like it's not like you're in Orlando or something. You're it's just you're just going to a regular city and you're just going to play it. So. Like you said, Liam, like I'd even I'd even mention that, but that's totally true. Like who knows what these players are gonna do afterwards? Like I yeah. know a lot of them aren't as um kind of how should I say it? Um responsible. <laughs> responsible, yeah. I guess that's a good word to say. Responsible enough to kind of treat it that way, but Because can know. you imagine the backlash if oh yeah, after All Star Weekend, these six All Stars contracted COVID and they're out. I don't that's not surprising. People at all. would like, be I'm like, not, why would, would you guys do that? Why would we have yeah, this yeah. game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. it would be, yeah. Cause um yeah, cause then now, like, take... I mean it's it's great awareness, but like you're also r- risking like you could still have the awareness not to maybe the same degree, yeah. but um you're also risking the NBA season if like mm. say like like you said like say seven seven all stars get COVID, mm-hmm. what what are you gonna do? You have to cancel yeah. games. Also, that'd be good, like, that, that that'd be good for your the... fantasy team. You got no all stars in the team, so. <laughs> I mean, all my all my, all my young all stars are going to be uh, attending probably. So, uh, Austin like Rebella would be having a he'd be on like a three week winning streak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like if yeah. that happened too, and all stars did come up with COVID, like all the positivity positivity from the game and the message they send would all get covered up by negativity yeah, after it point. as well. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a very good point. I mean, uh, so. even them just bring it up is already awareness. Which is kind of which kind of helps. So like, even if they don't go through with it and they just decide to yeah. donate, it's still it's still on people's brains. Yeah. And I'm like, sure they'll do some could... sort of campaign out, uh, over like mm-hmm. the televised NBA games. And or that's what I was gonna say. Whatnot. Yeah, like you could 100% do things with players and make it even more safe. Like you don't have to play an NBA like a basketball game necessarily to be able to spread awareness with these players. Like players can go out and maybe do something like more that's safer. Like have a mask on, be like in like just street clothes, like. Have like, I don't know, just do any, like, you could do safe, like, better protective safety measures because you're not exercising, running up, like, g- grabbing guys. Like, you like, it's a lot more safe than playing an actual basketball game to do mm-hmm. things like maybe on the street or something like that, you know? Like, they could definitely do things and have cameras on them without having them to actually play a basketball game as well. Maybe a, maybe a badminton tournament or something. Yeah. Where they're, where they're so far away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Who would win? Who would win the NBA All-Star badminton tournament? Honestly, I think if like give me Yanis like, and Anthony AD. Davis is on a badminton court, he could just cover the whole court with his yeah. like, span. So yeah, yeah, Yanis Gobert. Damn, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have to move. Yeah, honestly, that'd be hilarious. So I don't even know who'd win. 
but that'd be that'd be fun to see for sure surely there's um, one there's gonna be there's like one guy who like played <laughs> badminton and he's on the badminton club in in high school because yeah, he was so yeah. big and could just smash so i bet yeah it would be one of those guys one like of the Bo- Davis, one of the yeah. bogdanoviches for sure yeah we're no shade but we're talking all, we're talking all yeah we are right? talking all stars we're all talking all stars <laughs> um so yeah so i mean we'll see what happens um i'm sure a lot of the decision we'll be making because the nba uh player associations involved will be um i guess the right one in their eye so i mean as long as they're trying their best to keep everyone safe it's for an absolutely great cause so we'll see what happens in the coming days, and I'm sure there'll be a lot more to talk about um, because March is fast approaching. It's only like approximately a month away, a month and a week <laughs> away from like the actual break, five to ten. So yeah. Uh, so Dan, Dan's, all, Dan's all over the calendar here. He's got a <laughs> approximately a month away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, think about it. It feels like the season just started, and it's we're true. already it like has, two it hasn't gone. We're to like what five weeks into fantasy? <laughs> yeah, five easy. weeks. So. Yeah, and like not to mention like when we actually started talking about it, it was like when they were in training camp. That was like two months ago. So, or not, or kind of mini training camp where all the players are being called. So, um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, but there's speaking of uh, kind of big topics. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, but there's this new kind of thing that's going around called NBA Top Shot. Um, I kind of mentioned it to you guys before, but it's basically like a platform. To, oh, this is the point where you guys are like, no way, oh, Daniel, what is it? And then I'll be like, okay. Okay, we're not we're we're not sponsored yet. There's no, we we don't have to be surprised about that. But please do tell, (laughs) because it actually is a very interesting topic. Yeah, uh, no, but essentially, like, it's kind of similar to kind of sports memorabilia and trading cards in that aspect. Because, um, so what NBA Top Shot is is basically like a website where it's a go to to like kind of buy this these like kind of moments in a sense, which is similar to like a, a trading card that you'd buy um, and you can sell and stuff like that. Um, so, and it's important to note that this is kind of partnered with the NBA. So it's like super legit. It's not like just some third party website that um, is selling these cards with like butchered names, like, like Bevan Dooker. Um, so like, it's like actually legit. <laughs> it's actually legit. Um, uh, so essentially what these are, there's a, you could collect moments, which is basically like seven or eight sec- second snippets of like a, an NBA player's moment, like in the, in the NBA. Um, which is like this season, last season, pretty recent uh, moments. Um, you can collect from any, practically any player, um, and each each moment. Think of it as like a card. It has a serial number, um, and it has like a account out of like a certain amount of of only exclusive amounts of moments that were available. And you come across them just like any other card. You come in packs. There's a marketplace for it on their website. You can buy, sell. You can trade. You can uh, you can do a lot of different things with these moments. And it's just generally like a, a collectible things. Think of it as like a way in like a kind of the stock market as the NBA season grows, players values, moments values will increase, decrease and stuff like that. And it's like a very cool, like kind of space where a lot of people who are in love with basketball, uh, love with the NBA, but also in love with these like trading cards, unpacking things, um, kind of seeing what you get with your favorite player and stuff like that, riding the market uh stashing some players selling it later like a lot of these different aspects that come uh kind of come with this whole um idea and it's booming right now like i literally so two weeks ago is when i discovered it i was listening to um the a pod with uh our our, our boys kevin o'connor and um and verno uh, and um they, yeah. they were mentioning it and it's like so i thought it was i thought it was really cool because i've always loved 
kind of collecting like even back to my pokemon trading card days collecting cards when i was a kid and stuff like that like i always loved collecting stuff and the fact that i could do it now with nba and there's actual like highlights of these nba moments um is, is incredible so i try to get it's this is this is how big it's getting so the website's crashing almost like every other day because so many people there's so much volume coming onto it so many there's a there's a discord server that's popping every day new announcements and everything um i had to actually sign up to get because the website was down at the time i had to sign up to be able to get a um kind of an account because i couldn't sign up at the time so i had to like leave my email they got back to me finally signed up then i finally got waited in line to get a pack they sold out but they said that they said i had the opportunity to kind of get a pack anyways so i literally had to go through this whole process just to get a pack and finally Damn. i unpacked it and it was like amazing yeah it was um it was so fun um, I got a rare Rui Hashimura behind the back assist. That's actually <laughs> worth two, at least 250 to 275 USD if I were to sell it right now. Um, and I only spent fourteen dollars USD on the pack. Trigger. I know. I mean, you but... should pull trigger. I know. What if they flood the market, Dan? It seems like everyone wants this. They might flood the market with more packs. But, I think you should sell. Yeah, but and see, and that's the thing. Like that's the thing because this was a limited edition Rui Hashimura moment. Mm. Um, there's only five thousand out there. So, okay. so that's, they, they, they cap the it off at that. They can't flood the market. But there are okay, moments where you then. can. Yeah. So that's what's like really, really cool about these that is that there's different aspects of collecting that you can collect limited edition ones, even rarer than that, where there's maybe only like a hundred available rather than five thousand. Well, you should um, sell there's sell ones it. that are are circulating count, which is like they just keep letting thing uh, they keep coming out. So those are worth like two, three USD. Um but yeah, and there's so like so many I... aspects of it. So for Ruri Hachimura is like a little bit rare then like one of the really rare ones would be like a Carmelo Anthony assist or something like that. Yeah. Like it, it all depends, right? <laughs> it all depends. <laughs> like yeah. something well, that like never a, a happens. Car- a Carmelo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure like, like for example, speaking of value. So like recently uh, there was two cards. Car- that a Carmelo kind of tra- transition D card. Uh, a transition. A Carmelo transition <laughs> D card. <laughs> a Russell Westbrook made three pointer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A shot contested by Yeah, those would be really rare. <laughs> so, so the two rarest ones, um, not rarest, like the two most expensive ones I've gone on the market have been sold for a hundred thousand USD. Oh uh, one was a, a LeBron James. Uh, I think it's usually a dunk or a block or something like that, but it wasn't even like a huge game. But it was just like a big, a big play. And then the second one was kind of stuck in my mind was the the Zion Williamson block that where he sent it to like in his rookie year he sent it to like the the third or fourth row in the stands. And that one went for $100,000 USD. Someone bought it for it. So it's crazy the amount of money. Like people people are trying to make, literally spending time to make money on these, um, on these cards. Buying, selling, um, stashing, and all the, all these different aspects of it. But I definitely recommend you, like listener, if you guys want, check it out. Um, it's really cool. Just even just going on the website, you can look up the marketplace and just look up for your favorite moments from your favorite players. And who knows? Like a lot of these moments are not that expensive. You get for $2.00. Three dollars, and if you just want to start collecting low key, just like maybe just go for these some of the common ones um, for your some of your favorite players. And it's um, there's not that many. Like there's still some. The market's still pretty like good right now, but it's only getting it's only going to keep building. So uh, if you guys want to check it out for sure, yeah, I think it's a good idea what the NBA are doing. The only thing I feel bad for are like the upper deck cards that the NBA is partner with, like the actual physical mm-hmm. ones. I feel like people yeah. are, whoever's collecting those are probably like having a nightmare right now. They're yeah. not, they they obviously don't know what's going to happen with their market and like how their cards going to be valued going forward. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting to see. We'll see if the – now I talk about old heads and 
Young Bucks, I guess. The old heads for the collect their card collecting community will respond to to these new moments and see what the, what they'll do about it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know how addicted I got to opening FIFA packs, Dan and Dre. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to get you <laughs> on it. I want to get you on it. Pain's gonna Pain's gonna kill me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine if you get a like a a Rudy Gobert block or something. Yeah, I think you, I think you lose your mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's a. You could definitely get addicted energy. for sure. Like I can mm-hmm. see, I can see. Um, if you really want to spend time and money on this, you can get. You can either make a good earning or be absolutely a collecting freak. So it's good yeah, for basketball exactly. fans everywhere. I think. And you can and you can play both sides of it, right? You can either collect just for your personal collection, because I don't think this is really going anywhere. So you can just collect for your personal collection. How like people collect just ba- like basketball cards, just because it's their favorite player, rookie cards, um, anything from like Pokemon cards and stuff like that, like which is huge now. Streamers opening po- Pokemon packs, um, so it's like uh, collecting is huge now. And um, so like if you, even if you just start with your favorite player, like I said, like it's something that you could either do that or you could work the market. Kind of go for see what you see value, stash it a little bit. If that player ends up popping off, like if you got a Tyrese Halliburton early and uh, he starts playing really good, he might be worth more that moment. So who knows? Like it's all playing the angles as well. Um, yeah, but I'm looking at myself to try to get like a Jason Tatum or Devin Booker moment. Hopefully. I kill you. Yeah. Yeah. That will be a right now. So there you go. Yeah, it would be. That's true. That's true. Um, so yeah, I'm going to look, look myself to get some of those or some of those. Some of those cats, maybe Carl Anthony Towns too. I'd be interested you know, to see uh, when when the hackers are going to start coming to life for these. I mean, you can't yeah, really duplicate actually, them. There's a lot of bots out there too, like just yeah. going, trying to get these raffles for these packs. So, but I think with like yeah, with this kind of stuff, I think cyber, like cybersecurity is one of their most important kind of aspects because once that goes, then yeah, a lot no of people lose faith in this, right? Yeah. So I think that's probably the most important thing. But it's it's blowing up. So if you guys want to get into it, get in early. Use promo code Daniel. No, I'm kidding. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> I wishes. wish. I wish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's super fun. Um, I mean, it obviously, like, you, like to be able to be part of it, you need to spend money. So if you don't have the money, don't spend it. I'm not saying you should. Um, but if you have a little bit there and you're interested, check it out. Um, obviously, other things are priority because at the end of the day, this is kind of gambling in a way. If you are going to play it, like you're going to stash some and resell it. So just be careful. Um, be smart. Not advocating you spend like three hundred dollars of your parents' money or your money on uh, on this right away. Um, unless it's, unless it's an, an OG game winner, then by all means, an OG game winner. That's well, how much did I tell you that one going for on this? <laughs> that was like seven hundred or eight hundred. Seven hundred USD, USD. Yeah, for yeah. yeah for OG game winner. That's crazy. So, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, and like be smart about it, um, everyone. Don't delve into deep into your savings for this if you have a little bit tried out that's what i'm doing going little by little just getting some packs uh, but yeah. not gonna lie I'm, I'm i'm pretty hooked on it not gonna and lie. show us show us what you packed it'd be interesting to see what what the, the the highest rarity we can get yeah through our listeners yeah. yeah for sure so kind of what i have so far i just bought one pack with came of five moments um so far i have a marcus smart bait um layup <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth that much it's a circulating count <laughs> but i have number 7457 out of 15,000 plus so that's worth like two usd not worth that much um so and then uh, the next card i'll click on it it's a donovan mitchell uh jump shot against oklahoma city so you literally see a full like 13 seconds of this highlight 
and then you'll see like a little small replay of it, which is pretty cool from a different angle. And then, so this one is 5,189 out of 14,875 plus. So it's a circulating count as well. So it's not worth that much. But on, not on top of that, it'll also show you the score, the date, the highlight happened, and kind of just like with the team he's on and everything like that. So it's pretty cool. It's still the series it's in. Um, it says what, like, it says jump shot, Donovan Mitchell. Um, so kind of how these like numbers work when I'm like explaining what number it is out of like that set. Um, usually the lower the number is the more valuable it is because it's like one of the more closer to being the first edition, like uh, the first, like the first one that comes out. So if you get one out of like 5,000, that's the first technically moment in quotations that come, that came out first. So if you get one out of 5,000, that's more valuable than like 2,333 out of 5,000. So, um, the lower number you get, the, the more valuable it is. It's just kind of a collector thing. So that's why I kind of state the numbers as well. Um, I have Donovan Mitchell. I have a, a Vuk Daddy one uh, as a layup. I have the, the Rui Hashimura behind the back pass. That's worth a lot of money. And then I have a Demantis Sabonis. Um, that's close. Uh, uh, circulating count as well. So. Very nice. Yeah, so those are my five I got. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I think it's um it's something. It's a really fun hobby. I think I'm definitely going to invest a little bit more into it. But. We'll see. I'm uh, definitely not too much because I'm not going to be dropping like 400 or 500 USD on a on a moment. Unless you pack a LeBron, pack valuable. Yeah, if I pack a LeBron, I'd probably like lose my shit. Probably just retire. Retire nice at 100k. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I just wanted to let the cool. listeners aware of the kind of yeah what's out there because I thought it was really interesting and kind of just wanted to share with you guys. Um. And see if uh, maybe it's something you guys will be interested because it, it's heavily in the NBA, obviously partnered by yeah. it, so it's relevant to our pod. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, be, it's, it's I think of... it's I think it's a fun um, something mm-hmm. that you can get invested into more into the NBA as well if you want to take the next step uh, yeah. rather than just like just strictly betting on games. I think it's a nice mm-hmm. alternative to kind of yeah. go the collector's route. Um, yeah. Who knows exactly. if we have Liam's locks by the end of this by the end of this uh, yeah. NBA season? Yeah. But if, yeah. if, if the packs are going well for Liam. Yeah, yeah so I was say, be like, Liam's, Liam's packs. You could do uh, you could do the strat of like investing in Liam's locks because has guaranteed money, and then invest in some NBA stock here and buy some packs, and then sell yeah. it for money. It's two yeah, for two. Perfect. It could be a, this week. We could have we could have like a we're a little... creating we're creating billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, before we, we get into our that. before we get into our conclusion, uh, our own conclusions, because we want kind of what we started last week, um, our takeaways our non-biased takeaways of the of the pod so far. I kind of just want to say thank you, everyone, for kind of showing interest in our IG page. People are commenting on pictures and stuff. Uh, we try to reach out as much as we can, but we love the interactions. You guys keep doing it. Um, we're going to come up with more stuff. Andres keeps posting. He's our social media manager. He keeps posting amazing oh, things. Yeah. Uh, Liam Liam with the content and Liam's, Liam's lock. So we, we love to see the interactions. So guys, keep it going. We'll try to get back to you as quickly as we can. Um, but yeah, just keep it up and, um, yeah, thank you for being part of it. Uh, so now we'll go into our non-biased takeaways of the pod. Uh, we'll start with you, Liam. I know you come, you come up uh, by a lot of them. So just give me a quick one. It doesn't have to be a lot. Just like a quick non-biased takeaway. Well, we touched on already and that's that the SEC is bigger and deeper and better, <laughs> more top heavy, more bottom heavy, more middle heavy than the big, oh, uh, than the big 12. So there's my biased takeaway. Non-biased. 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 Andres, how about you? What's your what's your non-biased takeaway for for this pod? 
and now by takeaway. Um, I don't know. That's one to be think about. You go first. Let me think of mine. You go first. Okay. Okay. So my not my non biased takeaway, and I should have, I I did bet on them, uh, when I was in Vegas a few years ago, uh, a couple years ago, to win the Western <laughs> Conference, and that was the Utah Jazz. Um, so my non biased takeaway is the Utah Jazz are real. They're coming number one in the Western Conference, and I'm putting oh my all my money on them. All my profits for from uh Top Shot NBA is going right into the Utah Jazz winning all the it. Western Conference. That's my non my, my non biased. So I actually, for, I actually uh, do have some money, a future on Utah to win, uh, just to win their, uh, their division, which is, I their guess division. has like Denver in it. And that's looking pretty good right now. And it was, it was like 3.4 or something because Denver was big favorites at the start of the year. So that's, nice. looking that's good. pretty good. That's a good nice. show. That's a good show. That's good. Yeah. You bet some sneaky, uh, sneaky bets in. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. You told me another one before. I forgot what it was. I got a. I got the Bucks up. to win the Super Bowl at five. Yeah, bucks, that's one. At fifty-one yeah. to one. So we'll see what happens next weekend. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I guess mine would be. I'm gonna go along the lines of the Spy Dad. Uh, I'm gonna say he is gonna be. He is gonna be a superstar once he comes of age. When he hits mm. his prime, I think he'll be a superstar. But with that being said, I think being a superstar and winning a championships are two different conversations. So I'm um, not saying he's going to win a championship, but I'm going to say he's going to be a superstar coming into his prime, say age 27, 28. He'll be up there as a, a top 10 NBA player, I would say. Nice, nice. Interesting. Oh, I like that. So, so kind, of, kind, of, uh, kind of what Liam Tier is saying, I, I just remembered I actually put, placed some bets at the beginning of the year as well on the NBA. I just remember this. So I have three. I have two on the regular season MVP. I have mm-hmm. Nikola, Nikola Jokic to win the MVP. Um, really he was nice. 11, 11 to 1 odds, and I had put $2 on that. So I'll, yeah. win, I'll win 22. Um, and then I have Kevin Durant, who, who was also 11 to 1 at the time. Damn, that's uh, I good put one. $4 on that, and it's $44, $44 payout. Yeah. Um, and then I had the Clippers winning the Western Conference. Um, that was 4 to 1, and I put 5 bucks on that. So I, was, I pay, that pays out 20 so those are my my pre. That was my pre. I like your MVPs. Your MVP ones yeah, are, are pre- good. Yeah, your MVPs are yeah. good. Yeah, I didn't have good. I was obviously Luka Doncic was a favorite, I think. So or one of the favorites. So like the odds weren't really there for him, even though I did have him in my preseason MVP. But it just the odds weren't good enough to um, for me to kind of gamble, even though I did only put a little money. And I was actually going to put money on the Sixers to win the East, and I'm very happy I didn't do that because Brooklyn, obviously, this was before Harden got traded. So I mean. I'm not saying they still can't do it, but Brooklyn's obviously looking a lot better. So I'm really happy I didn't put, put money on there or else I would have been really, really a little bit salty. So those are my three kind of kind of although, preseason bets I made. Although you did put money against Brooklyn uh, elsewhere when with our uh, personal bet. So. Yes. Yes. Our personal <laughs> bet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, was tough, a, that was a tough one. That was an emotional bet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, honestly, I wasn't, even, I wasn't even mad about it when we first did it. But once Harden got traded... Yeah, that was a that was a tough. Bro, even with the Harden, you still I I was highly high on the Nets. I wouldn't have made that bad either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I just I didn't think Toronto was going to start off that poorly. At least I would have had a shot. I thought I had a chance. At least it was an emotional one, but it, I thought I would have had a shot. But Toronto just started off poorly, so yeah, it's a long season, help. so you never know what could happen. But yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, the Nets are on a four game winning streak, and the Raptors are on a three game losing streak. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You bet against Kevin Durant, which is kind of tough. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's what I said. That's also preseason, so I was Kevin Durant coming off an Achilles injury. I didn't think he was going to be that good. I don't think a lot of people thought he was going to be that good. 
Um, so. Hey, you had to do it with which, MVP. Which is ironic. Yeah, I would say it. Yeah. I would say ironic because I did graduate. <laughs> I know. I was going to say it. Yeah. 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 So, um, no, I think uh, I'm, I'm probably going to be out. Hopefully those those winnings. I can't win all three, but hopefully for some, one of the winnings will cover me with Liam. And I'll just uh, direct the pause that, that winning. How much did we bet? It was a 20 bucks? 20, yeah. 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 So, but we'll see. Who knows? Maybe uh, maybe a, a Nets debacle. And like maybe maybe Harden and Kyrie get into a fist fight in the locker room, and they'll spiral their season into a fist fight. So it'll be more like a Twitter war than a fist fight. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Damn. All right, I think, before we go, yeah, what's up? yeah mm-hmm. who's uh who wins in fantasy next week? Me or Dre? Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. You guys are both win now mentality. Um, I haven't <laughs> really been following. Everyone be if LSU really taking. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, I have, I have an eight-year window. I have an eight-year window, so I'm like in between. I have an eight-year window, so I'm in between. Oh, um, no, I mean, well, I have to say that to to the listeners because they don't obviously know what your guys' goal in our keeper league is. So um, I have to I have to preface <laughs> that with that you guys are win now mentality. I um, said they heard our starting lineups. Perennial also is in both teams. Um, yeah, so it's gonna be tough. I think I haven't been following your teams this past like past week, so I don't know how hot your players have been. But I think if I had to put my money, it would be I'd probably put it on Liam to win this week. To be honest, yes, it, it's like yeah. it's like the it's like it's like a, it's like the Tennessee Kansas. It's actually very similar to that. That yeah. a lot of people put re- too much respect on Andre's name. Um, I won. I won. I won last year. <laughs> <laughs> mostly, 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 mostly himself because he talks about a lot how he's a he's a. He wins it. He that he's won it, and that he's he has the best team in the in our fantasy league. So I think it's the media as himself on his, on his own team. Liam, you're a bit more humble. You, you don't really oh, it too much. Say, he's humble. A bit more. Wow. A bit oh, more. Wow. I, I don't think I've I'm ever been being, called that. In, in no compared to Andre, though, I'm just this comparing is, you to you. This is a guy trying to trade Miles Bridges for Jalen Brunson just to get a higher pick. I, I, What's the I, whole point of that? I didn't, I, I didn't say. I didn't say he was a. I didn't say he was like a a good trader or that he didn't try to rip people off. I just said he was a bit more humble compared to you. That's it. That's what I said. How dare you? If you, if you guys want to talk about guys that give teams too much respect, I swear every team Austin Rebell has lost to this year, he's like, oh, well, they're a title contender. <laughs> yeah, Cody. <laughs> yeah, Cody. So he lost to Cody, who's like two and three or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I've lost to only title contenders so far. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what's so like toxic about um that austin's like team is that he like he doesn't n- nothing's wrong about his team it's like oh he always gives like the benefit to like whatever he else is like other factors so he never thinks his team is bad or anything like that yeah or screwed him that's why he traded away at first yeah, yeah. and now, now you're now liam's licking his chops with the with the I number know. one overall pick for next year Man, top five is not even that good so if you guys top five <laughs> I'm like what it's gonna like one of the best rookie classes coming out or like draft classes <laughs> coming out next year and you know players are gonna get dropped too, so you're gonna be at your first pickings at like six, seven, eight of the good players from last year. Yeah. So I'm just baffled at the stakes. I say baffled. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't get it either. I don't think any of us do. But Liam's been the Liam's been the benefactor this year because he just goes hard and goes for the trades. But yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's gonna be a close matchup, I think. Anyways. We'll I think it'll be close. Too, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's a blowout. I don't think it's a blowout. But if I had to yeah. choose, I couldn't be on the fence. I had to yeah. choose. So plus postponement. Yeah. Who knows. Yeah, I got him off my IR. Yeah, I saw nice. that. When I saw when I saw on my Twitter, I, I immediately thought of like Liam. I'm like, this guy actually stashed Derek White, and it actually might pay off. We'll see. Not if Lonnie Walker but, has anything to say about it. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just like uh, I'm stashing Kevin, Kevin Porter. 
Uh, <laughs> Guy's such a yeah. waste. Yeah, I know. Good luck with that, man. <laughs> All right. I think uh, we'll wrap this up. We want to thank everyone um, for listening in again this week. Um, we're going to keep kind of putting out content as much as we can. Uh, we'll try to get a little bit more consolidated place for you guys to listen to our podcast. We, we're also, I know a lot of you li- listen to Apple Pod as well as Spotify. So um, we don't have direct links to that in our IG, but we'll try to figure something out. But thank you everyone for listening. When you guys do, really appreciate the support, kind of why we keep doing it. Um, even though sometimes it might be a lot of work, but seeing those uh, downloads and stuff in our analytics um, kind of fuels us to keep going. And we really appreciate all the support. We can't say that enough. So thank you. Uh, look for Liam's locks. Um, we don't want to give anything away, but because the lines have been a bit iffy with COVID, we're doing it kind of as they come. So look for them on our IG. Um, they'll be coming at you fast, coming at you hard. And um, I have no doubt that you'll make money off them. So um, Guarantee. Guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we uh, went three for four this week. And by the way, for the, for the guys who do bet on Bet365, the Portland game, the one we lost, uh, Bet365 has a, a thing where if you your team goes up by 20 points, you get the payout. So um, if you're betting on 365, you want all four bets plus two parlays. So that's up a lot of units in the week. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm exactly. not going to count it as a win because the team I picked didn't win. But I'm saying if you bet on Bet365, like I know a couple people did, then you did get paid mm-hmm. out for Portland. Nice. nice. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, no, I definitely um, we appreciate the support. Continue looking forward to all the content we got coming up. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. See ya. Peace.